You are now stepping into a pocket universe of the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about soul, mission, mindset, and money. Episode number seven, coming to ya. Hey y'all, how's it going? I am Jude Hotep. I'm a life coach. I'm a metaphysician. I have been coaching in various capacities since I was very young, holding space, doing deep transformational work. Um, This episode is called Soul Money. I love talking about money and I think it is so provoking in such an amazing way. Because that is exactly where we transform, where we're provoked, right? And that's exactly the opportunity that the magical universe and this mystical, beautiful journey offers us. And so I want to talk to you about soul money today. Hoping you are doing amazing. How was your week? This is a really powerful transformational week. So I hope that you are doing amazing splendidly and beautifully and wonderfully. So I got a question for you. Have you ever noticed the pockets of magic and abundance everywhere? Literally unfolded into and unfolding from the fabric of our world in every moment. What if money was everything and everything was money? If this question is even slightly provoking, just hang out with me here for a minute, okay? (laughs) Just hang out with me. I was driving in Brush, Colorado, and if you've never been there, it's the eastern arid, tumbleweed tall corner of Colorado, and while there's thrill for me in the long view, which I love, there was plenty of it, and it's a subtle slumbering landscape at 80 miles an hour, and just about the time I was yawning, I looked in my side mirror, and there light upon the horizon behind me was a striking rainbow. It was glowing so bright. A pocket of magic opened up for me. A little pocket of abundance of color and enchantment just for me, for the road. Pockets of magic and abundance and prosperity are everywhere, but how do we tune our eyes to see them? The pockets of fear distort the clear scene. Your clear compass of your heart, your gut, your intuition that knows better than fear. How is your relationship to money? Let me know. How's that going, y'all? Is it powerful and magnetic? Is it flighty and elusive? Oh, damn. (laughs) Is it fun and playful and trusting? Is it anxious and uncertain? Think about this question, y'all. Answer that for yourself. I realized one day the little ways I was storing up scarcity... We all have our trauma and travails, and due to those at a young age, for me, I started saving paper. I was, I, it took me a while to, to, to unravel this, but I was, I was saving knowledge. Just, just saving it, just putting it places, just, you know, drawers and <laughs> closets, like, just saving knowledge. It was this pocket of scarcity that I might not be able to find the answers when I needed them. And years later, I realized I had also been trying to save magic. 
all the little synchronistic moments littering the day, something humorous that made me spit tea out of my nose, the turn of phrase in a book that amused me. I was trying to save them all. And there was this moment where I realized that I knew where it was. I knew where magic was. I didn't have to save it. I didn't have to save it anymore. What's more, that I always had information when I needed it or the ability to gather it or the person with it would bump into me spilling their tea. (laughs) It's always there for you, the magic of a dog's wagging tail. Just when your heart was a little heavier than it needed to be or you drive around the corner and the orange fantastic sunset is melting, they're so brilliant. All of these are gifts, Pockets of wonder always there to be discovered just in when you need it. Little pockets of magical buried treasure are all over the universe, all around the world, just for you. Always waiting there for you, just when you need them. For me, it's a turn of phrase. I word freak. For you, it could be flowers and animals on your daily walks, smile of a dog's eyes, your partner bringing you a cup of coffee in bed, your kids' laughter singing through the house, or just the way they cut a certain look, clients flooding into your program because of the energy and time you put into making it beautiful and valuable for them. How about this one? Three sunny days in a row in winter. (laughs) How about that one, y'all? Because it's February when I'm recording this. Your favorite song playing over the loudspeaker when you're in the grocery store? What about being able to reach the thing that rolled underneath the stove (laughs) the thousand little moments all throughout our day our week you know can we tune our eyes to see them eventually the pockets become the path the magic and amusement the love and intriguing work in your business it is a wild soul journey rather than a moment you have to grasp to save You don't have scarcity of the magical moments and the good moments and the nourishing fun moments or the moments with their kids like trying to save them all up in some maudlin sentimentality. Instead, you can savor the joy of your days, the excitement and engagement in your work. The pockets, all the little moments instead are the path. Money is value. It is resources. It is a store of value. It's paper. It does grow on trees, literally. It is numbers on a screen. It is assigned value. And what about that? Have, have you ever thought about that? That it's assigned value, assigned. Who assigns it? And why them? And why not you? <laughs> and do you like your assignment of it? Long hours, joylessness, a to-do list, Rolodex in your head while you're trying to play with your kid? This value assignment to money is outdated, it's outmoded, it's overplayed, it's damned lackluster. What do you all think? Have you thought about this? Have you considered this? So many times I, I'll hear a business's mission statement and it's, it's beautiful, it's pretty, but the energy behind it will still be the conditioning. I can hear the engine running behind the veneer, the frenzy, just got to get it done. It's so worth questioning this. It's just so worth questioning this to open up a pocket, you know, a pocket window into a whole nother world where anything's possible with your money creation. Value is what we make important 
or somewhere in life did the default value go on to the money itself? The paper, the digits on the screen. You're not the only one. <laughs> You're not the only one, you know, just questioning these things. Before I asked, what if money is everything and everything is money because the value we assign to money. Value is what we decide is important. Of course, we usually do this unconsciously. And that's just such a huge part of this. When we value ourselves and when we're just really bringing consciousness up at every turn, you get enough sleep, you do your mindset work to take the scare out of scarcity and focus on the compass of your soul, on your heart which knows your direction in your business. It knows the direction. I didn't say it knew the answer, y'all. Why go on the journey if you have the answer? You got the answer. You don't need the journey. <laughs> the journey is a trust. And what do you value and trust? Do you think that the compass of your heart is more important than the mind's chatter? Whatever freedom zapping, limiting money beliefs, the mind's chatter has a lot to do with everything you want to change. You are ready to step through a pocket door into a whole new relationship with money based on the trust of your soul and the compass of your heart if you're listening to this. Or ask yourself, you know, have the pockets of fear of scarcity become the path? Trying to go to bed because you don't want to be too tired tomorrow? Scarcity. Scarcity of your own energy. It seems benign, but the pockets of scarcity turn into a lifestyle right underneath your nose. What about just getting enough sleep and really living today all the day? Sometimes it's as if we're trying to save what we already have to spend. It's so funky. Our natural body rhythms fluctuate, you know, every so many hours throughout a day. We have the four seasons throughout a given day. We have the growing, we have the absorption, we have the emergence, we have the fertile fallow many times throughout a day. For me, there was, a, there was a period of time where I had insomnia really acutely. It was about 10 years, so it was, a, it was a long time dealing with that. And after I healed it, there when I had a sleepy period in the, la in the latter part of the day, my, um, I, I would often just feel like I needed to go to sleep. And... The reason why was because that insomnia and having dealing with that for so many years, it created this pocket of scarcity around sleep for me. There was a time I didn't know if I would get a deep restful sleep. And if I did, I didn't know if I'd get REM sleep, if I would awake with, you know, great cognition or not. And so I had to clear out this pocket of scarcity once I healed the insomnia, which is totally healable. Just so you know, I, I keep wanting to send that message out to anyone that thinks that there's something that they don't have a solution to, there is a solution for every problem. So please tuck that into your brain as a seed if you're dealing with anything, especially if it's been a year-long thing. You have to look for the answers. You have to go out into the world. And they're out there. You know, in our innovative you know, age of technology and the world we're in today, you know, just be willing, be open to answers. I, it, it, it's always just, driven me mad to see people struggling with things for years and be unwilling to try something new. Um, some of the things I had dealt with in my life, like I just as endlessly look, you know, I was just never stopped. Like, okay, this isn't working. Okay, I'll try this. Okay, I got to take some time off and deal. And then, okay, let me try this. Let me try a book. Like, where can I research something? Where can I find something? I was just going to find some damned answers. And 
so I, I healed insomnia. And afterwards, though, there was this pocket of scarcity around sleep. And so I would just go to sleep, like if I got sleepy at the latter part of the day. And instead, I, I had to clear out that pocket of scarcity, the lint, the dime with the gum stuck to it. And I was able to gain balance knowing that there were days I definitely needed to take a nap or go to sleep early and get some extra rest. But there was a natural ebb to the days. And most days, I wanted to put three more hours into my business. And I, I love that. So these little pockets of scarcity are everywhere and they show up in unexpected ways like this. And you begin to see them, you know, start looking around your life for where it's like, okay, I'm trying to save this. Like, you know, back in the day when we'd save all the different loose screws and baby food jars, you know, it's just like, when am I, okay, maybe if you're woodworking regularly or you're just really doing a lot of things that need screws, but it just one screw every three years, man, go to Ace Hardware. Like, no, we don't need to save that. <laughs> like, no. So it's like, where are these pockets of scarcity? You know, do you have too many forks? Like, what is it in your life that you're saving or you're, or you're gripping, grasping onto things, you know, or afraid, or, you know, there's that lack energy. When you start to see these these areas of your life, it gets super exciting because you can begin to shift the whole way you handle just that little part of your life and it eradicates a complete area of lack. And these areas of lack subconsciously affect our money creation in the background. And living an abundance lifestyle, it's spending out. I love that term, spend out. And, you know, spend out all your energy today. Spend out all of the sleep your body requires. Spend out all of your waking ritual without the anxiety list of to-dos spinning in the mind. Um, spending your mind out and <laughs> spinning your nervous system up. Like, take the cup of coffee and tea and enjoy it and have it that moment with it. Spend out that moment of freedom and enjoyment in that moment, right? Spend out when you have a relative pass and they're you know, I don't know, their shirt still smells like them and, you know, smell it every day until the smell wears off. Like my grandma passed and she had this pillow and it smelled like her house. And I just love the smell of her house. And I love the sound of the door that closes. Very, I have, I have weird doors in my family. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody has a weird door. It's a very particular noise. But I, I love that smell. So I just smelled this pillow until just it just didn't smell one day. But man, I got some smell out of it, you know, before the end. And, and it's just like, where are you not spending out full out in your life and saving things that that it's it's telling yourself subconsciously that you're not abundant that you don't have the ability to get it later, that you might not have what you need when you need it. You don't want to subconsciously be telling your brain and your heart and your soul this. And the exact opposite is what's called for. And we often, you know, we we take care, especially as women, we take care of the kids, the animals, we take care of everybody else. And, you know, do we take care of ourselves and not look at our business as one more requesting obligation? Growing our business within the natural rhythms is the way we nurture ourselves and our time spent in our business becomes it, you know, that time in our business, it becomes the extension of the nourishment and the time and the space and the compassion that we have already given ourselves, that we give ourselves every moment throughout the day and many moments throughout a day, you know, 
just living in that abundance energy of time, living in that abundance energy of there's enough time, there's enough, um, you know, energy, there's enough cognition. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about there's only a couple hours in a day where I'm really sharp in my mind. And I think that that's great when you're maybe building your renaissance to a greater ability and starting something new or you're doing something unfamiliar, but you have the ability to cognate all day long. You have the ability to cognate right before bed and be fresh and bright. And so I wouldn't want to think for myself, at least, I do not want to think and implant thoughts that would show me any lack of abundance there. Abundance with my own mind, abundance with energy, abundance with time the lack thereof. And that is where the pockets of fear become the path instead of simply emptying the lint and the sand from those pockets as the, uh, you know, as the fears arise, as they come up, as scarcity comes up, it's as if that were the journey instead. And when that's the journey, when fear and scarcity are reigning, life becomes hurried. It's the busy badge, draining, full of shoulds, the oughts, the have-tos, and it's very unconscious leading back to the old definitions of work, the definitions of work that constrict the flourishing of your life force rather than expanding it. Doing this thought work and sitting down and journaling on this, it's so incredibly powerful and it will allow you to do the embody work then, the embodiment work then, uh, to embody these emotions the feeling vibrations and the melodies that you want your days to sing to the weeks. What's the vibration of your weeks productive and cheerful and dancing and accomplished valuable. Do you feel valuable? Rewrite the definition of productive to suit your conscious creation, to suit the vision for your business. Do that journaling work. Do that mindset work. This business, this love affair of your creative efforts and time and energy It's the value of yourself that you transform into creation. It is a devotion of your heart. It is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be inspired and creative and joyful. And anything that isn't either needs to go, it needs the definition rewritten, or it needs transformed. If money is resources, then are you not your most important resource? Your bright brain that creates beautiful products and services, you always have it no matter how the money system changes and fluctuates. And your brain is what creates the value that creates your money. Your heart, it always knows the direction and your soul, it always holds your courage. How do you suffuse soul with money? So that making million dollars doesn't bring up anxiety, you know, and, and, and these things. How do you suffuse soul with money so that making a million dollars brings up excitement and exploration vibes rather than the outdated definitions of work and dread of the joylessness of that old, you know, way? The old construct of work and making money implies the penetrating drive, the unending hours and the clocked soulless racing pace. And where's there time for your kids in that definition? The conditioning and the training that so many of us are submerged under makes strategy appear wise, but it's merely striving. Anything that is striving is not guided by the heart, your intuition, your gut, your knowingness. This is the driver of joylessness in our business. The reason we have the the reason we as women have such a hard time connecting soul to our money is the joylessness. 
the intuition truly knows the way while fear it just it leaves you scared anxious doubting fearful it never has a solution have you noticed this <laughs> Have you noticed that it is so, it's very loud sometimes, it has a lot to say, but it never has a solution. Wow. (laughs) The solution comes from connecting our money creation and our business to our joy, our pleasure, to our natural rhythm, to the very indigenous cyclical heartbeat of ourselves. If our whole world, just think about this, if our whole world has its very natural rhythms, the ebb and flow of the tides, the ocean upon the shore and then back out, the in-breath, the out-breath, the cycles of the moon, the daytime, the nighttime, the four seasons. There's always rest. There's always growing. There's always the the out, the emergence, the, the, the bloom. And then there's a the harvest. If the whole world has its very natural rhythms, why would money creation, why would our money creation suffer from us following our own? Think about that question. When we live in tempo with our inner sundial, joy and love for our business are natural. We don't have to live by the deranged, unmelodious tempo of FOMO. FOMO, which creates the discord of urgency and moves us off true north of our inner core. The pockets of doubt or worry muddy the melody of our inner rhythm and the channel of our intuition. Joy, humor, focus, all create a timelessness that releases us from the bygone, sterile, soulless money-making of musty decades ago. The fear of action creating a million dollars in our business, we can let it show us where we are not yet free in our own minds, and we can turn that fear into freedom, trusting this wild soul journey, Life will always show us where we don't believe yet, where our souls are craving more freedom, more fun, the opportunity to expand. And while we need guides, the external teachers, Sherpas along the mountain passage, we don't want to make them into our authority over our own knowing soul and the guiding compass of our heart. Let life show you where you have space to expand into greater freedom, and there may be healing needed You know, the fear, the scarcity, the lack is showing you exactly where more love is needed. We heal to grow. We nourish ourselves to expand. We redefine our business and our work in a way that serves us. That is joyful. To really look at our business in a way and to choose that definition for ourselves. In between writing for my business, um, I juggle and it's fun. I'm working on some tricks. And it helps me process and be more creative in my writing and kind of put different strands and dots connect, right? And if you notice children, you know, this is how they learn best, by moving. They're always up and moving. And that's why we used to have recess um, very often throughout a day because they would learn things and then they would need to go to recess and everything would just integrate naturally as they're playing and not thinking about it at that moment and to get the brain off of it. And so the intuition can come in and feed and integrate and put everything in its in its in its beautiful place and the creativity can flow through, right? What what do you do to bring in the fun of of your days? Like say you write, but are you doing the creative fun writing just for fun, just for your heart, in between, you know, the work writing that you feel that you that you're choosing to do? 
or you do for, for a job. You know, can you bring that in before or after work, um, throughout the day in different moments? Or find, you know, is there walks? Is there other things that you can find that, that are fun for you and put them all throughout your day? We are the creators, inspired creators, illuminated with vision and spark. Our business is not supposed to be a grind, y'all. It's a devotion. It's an extension of the unique expression of your soul. The inner fire that longs to create and grow. The sense of security, the root that allows us to open and expand. It's a sense of security gained from our our voice being our guide, our intuition, our inner knowing. We begin to make decisions in our business evident of our value in ourselves, which creates the value in our products and services. Instead of ourselves being last over other people and opinions and the business tasks, you know, we put that first. Our root desire for making money and owning a business, it's freedom. I mean, isn't it, if you think about the core of it, right, it's freedom to be the conductor of our destiny, unconfined by limitations that lack of money magnifies. Yet there's dread of doing so much work to make that kind of money, to make a million dollars. We, you know, the money we crave to make, there's dread about, about what, the old definition of what that means and what that looks like. And the antidote is living into the unique rhythm of your own nourishing business timeline, trusting that tempo instead of the outdated den. While Dorothy had the scarecrow, having a brain is amazing if it serves the heart, but if it plugs into the external veneer, then we'd be better off. She also had the tin man and the lion. We need the courage to be our true selves, running our businesses differently. And we also need our heart. Our business is powered by love and joy. We are our store of value. We are our money. Soul money and as much as you want to create, it comes when we're in the beingness embodied in the present moment connected to the compass of our heart. Living by the guidance of our inner receivers rather than the societal clock. You feel more valuable when you live this way because your value you value your soul's sagacious knowing, and that's when you create more value in your business with joy. Take the world up on all the pockets of abundance and magic to feed your spirit that are everywhere for you, always waiting there for you just when you need them. Take the world up on them, and the pockets will become the path. I'm sending you so much love coming to ya, y'all. I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Conscious Money Creation Podcast with Jude Hotep, all about soul, mission, mindset, and money. Head on over to lifecoachjude.com to snag your three free tools to decrease money anxiety. That's also where you can book a free coaching slash consult with me to find out about my wild soul journey six-month coaching where we talk about what you are longing for, about your desired money creation goals, and about the limiting layers that we peel away in coaching. (laughs) What is your soul longing for? I want to know. Head on over there and you can book. That's lifecoachjude.com.